Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty. Aloha, I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday. I always like to Pau sing that. Hana. <laughs> um, I set the intention that we are going to share a lot of laughs and a lot of positivity. Hope you laugh along with us. I set the intention also that I don't keep on reaching for this uh, bag of uh, sweet and sour watermelons that are right next to me because... They're kind of delicious. Kind of delicious. Now you have some new things that I'm hopefully arrive in the mail that um, you can actually taste test on our next episode of all the things oh, yes. that I sent you. So I sent you the Furikaki Chex Mix that we both love. Addicted. Um, I send you Hawaii Cookie Company. Their chocolate chip cookies. She'd like little Such a tourist trap, but those little pineapple-shaped uh, cookies are delicious. And if you've ever been to Hawaii, you know exactly where the free samples are. And if you don't, let me guide you. <laughs> Actually, okay, so I can update you on that just a little bit. So um, my guest, not my guest, my daughter's guest uh, who came to visit, they went to go look for samples at Ala Moana at the cookie places. No samples mm-hmm. because of COVID. Because of COVID? Yeah. But she did ask if they could take a to-go sample, which was a full-size cookie wrapped up, <laughs> you know, individually Sometimes wrapped. Sometimes they have broken cookies that they will give to you for free. Those are usually the like, samples. Do you broken cookies? I know. They're delicious. But they're like, because of COVID, they, they stopped doing samples. And I was like, oh, that's sad because you could go into, I know you talked about it in a past podcast. You could go into Big Island Candies where they are mm-hmm. famous for their shortbread cookies. Oh, my God. The chocolate dip shortbread cookies. My favorite are the mint ones. Uh, mint chocolate. Yum. Um, love those. And the dark chocolate and the white chocolate. Ugh. Dude, that's like every chocolate. Like, I so... know. They also have a <laughs> coffee the one. The coffee one's a little... Um, strong for me but it's also really good especially if you have like a really nice cup of hot tea just delicious yeah I actually prefer Big Island Candy uh, cookies over the Hawaiian Pineapple the Hawaiian Cookie Company company yeah or oh, I don't even there's also the a Honolulu cookie company I mean there's a bunch of them all trying there's too to many make cookie companies. they're all trying to make the same kind of Big Island Candies cookies they're kind of trying to copycat but then those little pineapple shaped ones I think those are unique and they're adorable yeah. Really, really cute. Um, yeah. What else am I sending you? I'm sending you pickled mango, which I made, mm-hmm. and I will post that on um, our website, the full recipe, and I recorded it, so there'll be a video, too. Oh. I know. That's special. That is special. You're going to make everybody jealous. They're all going to be like, my, when are you going to post up these special boxes so that we can purchase them on MyTiesAtSunset.com? I yes. think that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> Thank you for suggesting it. I'm going to have to do a lot of shopping. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not subtle at all. No, actually, a part of our website, we are building, um, uh, it's connected to, I think, Shopify. So all safe uh, shopping transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be able to start selling things. So maybe I will go and if there's a request from people, you know, maybe post some ideas, things we talk about and I'll get a small yeah. sampling of it and we'll sell it until it sells out. You do have to pay for the shipping. <laughs> I always I mean, do flat rate. I, I always do flat I rate. I feel like everybody kind of knows that there's always this like shipping, <laughs> shipping. fee. But, but to have somebody actually curate certain little items, like I feel like Megan, um, Kari, maybe Brandy would even like a couple little care packages from mm-hmm. Hawaii, you know. Okay. I wouldn't even mind um, sending a couple people, like Tommy, a little sample mm-hmm. out. Because he used to love, like, all the Hawaiian snacks. Like, he's just, like, when we went out, he was like, oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, I'm going to get this. I can see him smiling right now. Because he used to, like, just go and, like, do his little hands. And, like, mm, let me dig <laughs> in. Um, so, yeah. Tommy, I'll probably try to send you something. Yeah, we'll start. We'll do a curated list of some of our favorites. Oh, you got a doggy. Special guest. Chippy showed up. He was like, I'm going to come upstairs oh, and see everyone. Fluffy. Say hi, Chip. He Here, looks so- come, come say hi. He just breathed into the mic. He was like, ugh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, fluffy. special guest. Special guest. What was fluffy oh, and- let me go back to um, my guest. So I I know I, I said in the last recording it was a little weird because I had to help my daughter get ready. 
because her friend had such a serious to-do list. And I don't think my daughter's ever lived that kind of sightseeing ever <laughs> in that intense level. She never went on adventures with us because we would do some intense stuff too. Yeah, but when we do. This girl but I would had be things like she would go like, let me just give you a day. Um, I, I actually asked my daughter to write some of it down because I couldn't um, – it was impossible for us to remember how much she packed in. I mean, it was so impressive. Um, like one day, 530, they got up early to get dressed to go hiking at Makapu'u Lighthouse Ooh. Trail. Um, uh-huh. Then a couple of the guys wandered down to the um, tide pools, the dangerous tide, tide pools. Tide pools. Yep. <laughs> the rest of them went back up to the top and when they came back down that's when they met up with the other two guys who crawled back up they went down to sandy's beach to go check out other tide pools then they went to aina Haina shopping center to go get malasadas then they went to the next shopping center over hawaii kai shopping center they went shopping at costco um then they drove to nico's in honolulu to get the furikakiahi which they loved goes i think they ate nico's like three times in the one week Love that Nikos. they were here. I know um, my daughter was with them for at least two of those times. So, in fact, <laughs> this is too soon. But because she came home talking about Furikaki Ahi so often and how much they loved it, I just wanted it too. So I was out shopping at Costco with my mother the other day. And I came across the most beautiful um, ahi steaks. Like sashimi quality <laughs> ahi. And I was Ooh, like... Oh, so I bought $50 worth of ahi, brought it home, and I made furikake ahi. And so I will post that recipe eventually, <laughs> but it's super easy to make. <laughs> you are just <laughs> arms full of dogs now. You have another I one. Know, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I heard the little bell coming and I was like, oh, no, she's in the middle of story time. And here comes here comes An- little Cheeto Beats. Another Ooh. dog. Okay, wait, I'm going to continue. Okay, so then after Nico's, apparently they went to go get white Ola shave ice, which I don't know where that is. White Ola shaved ice. Yeah. Um, then they went to Ala Moana. <laughs> yeah. Then they uh, she dropped off um, three of the guys because they were staying at a Airbnb in Waikiki. She they mm-hmm. drove back where we live. And I had actually made a Hawaiian dinner. I made lao lao and poi and lomi salmon, oh, rice yum. for dinner. I forgot the haupia. I was totally going to make haupia. I should have at least cheated and bought um, coconut ice cream, but I didn't do that. Haupia. We stayed up till oh. like midnight. Oh, you know what? After dinner, they went to Target, bought nail polish, stayed up late to paint their nails. Because they did not. They did. Because they were going to take graduation <laughs> photos the next day. And the oh. next morning, we all got up at like 5.30 because <laughs> they were going to go walk um, Kailua Beach, which I said is hmm. the most beautiful sunrise walk. So we True. knew that sunrise was going to come up at 6.11 a.m. So as long as they got there by first light, started walking. And I said, don't do the whole thing. You don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I said, just go to Kalamas, which is halfway of Kailua Beach walk and then just head towards Kailua Beach Park. So they did that. I actually went to Kailua Beach Park and that was what I talked about the last time. They walked past me and in fact, they didn't even recognize me. My own daughter. She th- <laughs> That's I, hilarious. I went to go up to her to take a picture and she literally turned her head and thought that I was like a crazy person coming up to her. But her friend and uh, was walking a little bit behind her with um, her boyfriend. And I, uh, she waved at me. She's like, hi. And I was like. It's so funny. Your own daughter didn't even recognize you on the no, beach. She was Did talking. some crazy tourists trying to take a picture She was talking with one of the other guys that were on there. And I came up with like my camera, like approaching her. And I was taking her, trying to take a picture of the group shot. No, she literally turned her head and tried to avoid me because she just. Oh, no. I was just a woman in her peripheral moving towards her. And she just continued her conversation and walked past. That's hilarious. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> your daughter didn't even recognize. How do you not recognize you? You're pretty. Your hair is like pretty, like obvious. You know, like there's things that are obvious about you that I would be like, oh, it's my. You know, like the hair, the smile. You're happy. I I just can't even imagine how I watched this happen, and she continued walking down the beach, and I was like, all right, never mind. I have things to do. I had to record video for our background video for that past episode so yeah. that was literally as soon as she passed me i was like well forget it i'm just gonna i guess we're not because we were gonna take graduation photos that's why i actually made yeah. the effort to get up early with them go down to the beach take pictures of them at the beach they mm-hmm. um had their sashes for graduation because they didn't Cute. actually get to walk because they graduated in 2020 yeah so um, and then this was our first time seeing each other in person. So whatever. <laughs> I recorded video for us and it looked gorgeous with all the people walking well, thank on the you beach. For that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, they made it to the end of the beach, which is boat ramp. Then they walk, continued walking up to Lani Kai. I said, yeah. at least when you get to Lani Kai, take a picture at that weird phallic point. That's mm-hmm. up there and then not only did they take they did take the group shot then they continued on up to pillbox nice and i'm like wow and they parked the car all the way at kalama beach so they had to walk all the way back apparently this is what happened so they got up to pillbox a couple of the other guys walked there's a couple more if you continue along the yep. ridge so they did that and then um, my daughter, her friend, oh, and her, her boyfriend wait, came just down. Just for our listeners, though, pillboxes are old World War II bunkers that they Concrete, would use as lookout places. Yeah. Pretty heavy duty. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think they took, they took one down. Why? Or they took part of it down. I don't know. Because it was like, I think it was decaying. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what they did. In fact, there was like a like a piece that jutted out and people would always like pose like one-handed pretend like they're hanging off of it they do those yoga poses like they're standing over and out there i think that's the part that they took off because it was crumbling they didn't want uh, anyone to get hurt well there you go yeah i don't know thanks for ruining it for the rest of us no i've i've been up there i've taken some really good pictures up there yeah no it was very beautiful um what else was I going to say? So they came back down and then my daughter, this is where they came down. She says, I'm going to run into the ocean. So they went back down to boat ramp. She went swimming and then the her friend and her boyfriend walked back to the car. And then I get a call and she says, can you come pick me up? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. So I picked her up and I brought her home. Uh, and she, They left her? Uh, yeah, they left her to go get the car. And then oh. she said, you know, I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to go home and take a nap. And so not only did she come home and take a nap, she slept for like all day. That was only, <laughs> that was only, I think I picked her up and it was only like nine o'clock. Cause yeah. they'd only, it only took them like, it's only a 15 minute hike up pillbox. And then, um, and Lonnie Kai. And then to walk that part of the beach, I think was the longest walk they did, which I think takes, if they if they went slow, an hour, thirty to forty five minutes, right? They're all pretty young and quick, so I think they did it in great time. But anyway, she came home and she went to sleep, <laughs> and she didn't wake up for hours. Like it was just, just carried on. It was just too much. <laughs> she was done. But there's um, a lot to do if you if you are not looking to like spend a lot of money. There are a lot of alternative things to do mm-hmm. where you don't have to spend a lot of money. As long as you don't park your car in a tow zone, I think you're pretty good because if you get your car towed, it's pretty expensive to get it back. I know this from experience because I accidentally parked down by the lagoon mm-hmm. in Waikiki and I didn't read the sign because I was going to the library at the modern or whatever. It's a bar that's hidden in a library or something like that. And I didn't read it and I came out and I was like, where's my car? Oh, like bummer. what the heck? Yeah. yeah, it costs like four hundred dollars to get it out that night, cash. Yeah, cash everywhere. And oh, that was another thing they mentioned. Um, Hawaii, you have to have cash, especially in a lot of places. It's cash only. Really? Yeah. So, like, if you get your car towed, they may yeah, not take course, a credit yeah. card. Um, if you have, if you are in need of a tow truck, they also want cash. Um, mm. I don't know why they don't allow people to just venmo anymore or i mean now they should let you do that but they didn't 
and uh, we did the swap meet, which I mentioned in the last one. Yeah, um, definitely you, cash at the swap meet. You have meet. to have cash. Mm-hmm. They There's a few that do credit cards, and they put banners out, and they say, we take credit cards, so come over here right. and spend your money here. Yeah, so I found out why she loved the swap meet, what she went for. She found these cute tank tops that had embroidery mm-hmm. on them, and they were just very simple. They were adorable. And, of course, they were like, I, I think it was like 10 for $5. Right. Or five for ten dollars. I can't remember. It was something like that, probably. She, yeah. she loved them. And I actually thought they were really cute. So I understand. Go and go and get them. But they were probably imported <laughs> from <laughs> Indonesia or Indonesia something. Probably. Vietnam. Yeah. They all everything was Crazy. imported. But I found out that the Airbnb that they stayed at in Waikiki was three hundred dollars for a week. Wow, that's really cheap. But probably no parking, huh? parking they didn't do but it would have been an extra $20 a day which Mm -hmm. most hotels is $25 to $35 a day that's true well at the Moana Surfrider I know it's like $40 a day valet yeah Yeah. so I mean $20 is nothing no (laughs) they should have especially you can get a rental car and it was three guys splitting that that's Um, cheap that is so cheap I don't know what the accommodations look like it was um, a bedroom. The bedroom had air conditioning and it was it had a kitchen. The boyfriend, yeah. um, her boyfriend that came, my daughter's friend, boyfriend, he cooks. So he was really adamant about having a kitchen. So it had a full mm-hmm. kitchen, a dining set um, and it had another queen. It had two queen size bed, one in the bedroom and one in the would have been their living room. Living room. Mm hmm. Well, that's simple. I mean, for me, I can either go full extreme, rough it, and camp, or I prefer, like, having a really nice hotel because you're sandy. You want to have, like, you know, a good shower. I stayed at the, uh, what is it, the Prince Waikiki Hotel mm-hmm. one one time, and it was it's very Japanese, like, tourist-oriented, but, man, it was, like, luxurious inside. The Moana Surfrider, great. It it feels like you're actually staying in in the palace. You know, like the rooms are kind of old and they They're open up and there's like they the have, French doors with the bay. They have wooden shutters on the windows. Yeah, they it, do. It has this feeling of old Hawaii, the Moana Surfrider. Hale Kulani yeah. is very modern, but decorated as in very tasteful, luxurious Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaiian right. style. Yeah, Hawaii like style of um, kind of homes and... Things a lot of white, maybe some dark wood, and it's just very contrasting. But it looks so good when it's, um, you know, you have the palm trees and, yeah. and the flowers and the smell. Uh, when I stayed up in Turtle Bay, I've stayed uh, in the cabin cottages before. That's like mm-hmm. right on the beach. Yes, love. And then those. I stayed in their, I stayed in their villa, and I've stayed in their hotel rooms. The villa was amazing. It's two stories, very luxurious. I feel like you can have like a huge family there because big kitchen, yeah, two bedrooms, like all the things. But the cottages were really cool because it had a huge, like, jacuzzi tub. And you can open the doors and you, like, see out into the ocean. Have I ever told you that, you know, they, they have the Triple Crown, like, one of the, I think it's the Vans. Yeah. One of them. On the, the shore. One of, yeah. But right at Turtle Bay in that area. And I was surfing it one time and I got stuck out there for a while. My mom was, I, my friend and I, we were surfing on these brand new boards. And I got stuck and I didn't realize how much reef there was there. And we were catching waves and stuff. But after a while, I couldn't get out of the water. And my mom noticed like I was kind of like, getting tired and struggling because there was no it was like the tide had gone in so much that it was low tide. We couldn't get out. And it took a long time for us to just finally scrape the bottom of the board and just to get out because I was like, I'm over it, you know? Yeah. It's rough there, and it's unexpectedly rough. Mm-hmm. Because all yeah, you got to know where the reef is. Yeah. I'm I've been I paddling I was, like, so to... many times, and I've had to steer. <laughs> and trying to come in around reef is like no, we're gonna scrape the boat <laughs> against the I reef. Know. And you don't want to oh, do that. It's so you, terrifying. You don't want to get stuck on a reef either. No, didn't I, we get I've stuck on wa- a reef I... in Kaniwe Bay? And we had to like use oh, that extendo think, stick to push ourselves off. I think so. I think one time we got stuck near Flat Island. And the thing is, like, when I was paddling, I never wanted to be the steers person because I always felt so responsible for the boat. But I knew if I was the motor, yeah. right? Like, 
You don't have to think. You don't have that much. kind of stress. Even on our little tiny island, it would stress me out so much to drive someplace to look for parking. That's why I leave <laughs> so early. And I love that you always wanted to drive for all of our adventures. And I'd be like, <laughs> it freaks me out. It gives me anxiety to like have yes, to get course. someplace so early to go and park. Parking. And I don't know. But we were always lucky. Yes. We were always lucky. We were like, you know what? There's going to be parking. And then there I would always be somebody parking. leaving. I pray. I pray for parking every time I leave my house. I'm so like, funny. God, please let there be a parking space for me when I get there. Save it for me until I get there. People don't realize like how hard it is to park in certain places. Even at Costco and Evelay, it's like just really crowded. It's really crowded. It's crazy. And yeah, not fun. Yeah, not, not fun. fun at all. It gives me anxiety. And so this girl who she volunteered because she had the rental car. Of course, we have parking at our house. So she would drop them off in Waikiki, drive over the hill and stay with us. But when they would do, do these early morning adventures, um, a few times I told her, have them Uber <laughs> themselves over. But the Kailua morning, the one that they did, the, the sunrise walk, she got up at like 430 to Holy. go pick them up and be back at our house by 530. And it's a half hour round trip. I mean, an hour round trip, half hour each way. Yeah. So I I don't know if those guys really appreciate how much she did to make sure she was at each location, getting them there, getting them parking, especially how many times they were in Waikiki. Yeah. I know they did something silly in Waikiki, like across from wherever they were renting, there was a 7-Eleven that has customer parking. So she would park and it only can park there for 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> and one time they were so desperate and the guys were taking longer or something that they actually parked the car. Then they drove around the block when their 15 minutes were up and then parked again because they were so I remember, paranoid that I remember at Whole Foods in Kailua, there would be somebody with a chalk and they would chalk the tires. Yes. To see to make how long sure. you were sitting there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd like, you know what I would do? I would get in my car and move it back like two feet mm -hmm. and then move it forward. And then the chalk would be gone. Just to reset. But I mean, I never had a problem parking. I'm always pretty decent at it. Yeah. Like I always get lucky. But yeah, that's that's one of the pro tips about Hawaii. Hey, you know, I, I heard on the news that Governor, is it still Ige? It's still Ige. He told everybody stop coming to Hawaii. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> I looked at your numbers and I was like, that's not good. But there's a lot of people coming from other countries and other areas and i'm like how are you gonna stop that you can't stop the economy our no, hospitals are full that's why and so i mean anybody who needs to have care emergency care other than covid is kind of sol you gotta fly out you gotta fly out you gotta go to but i mean other places are a little bit full too so i mean you are sol and that's that's unfortunate but i mean we kind of expected this when we open back up to like especially Hawaii I mean you guys are so isolated like it's hard we're isolated we have limited space everywhere limited resources for sure limited, limited blood mm. you fly in fresh blood every because I mean the island does not provide because there's not enough people not enough giving people. so you have to fly it in I mean that's when I worked in trauma like mm -hmm. we just didn't have enough blood products I mean yeah. that's something you have to worry about yep scary scary times I mean I have friends from all over the country and, and other parts of the world just telling me, like, it's bad. It's worse than it was, but we're not taking it as serious. And I was like, it's best to just wear your mask, try to get vaccinated if you can, and be safe. I mean, my mom and I went out the other day to a really great restaurant. And it was packed. Yeah. It's packed. But they put us in the corner, and so I felt okay. And, you know, I, like, helped my mom out and stuff. But... um yeah, I just feel like uh, things are sort of back to normal in a way, but I feel bad that there's more and more people getting sick, but hopefully they recover soon. And we always send out good good um, vibes vibes and blessings to everyone. Make sure you stay safe. So I want to talk about a little bit uh, something that happened to me uh, today. I went in for a, it's called an EMG test and it's electromyography. So I've been having some pain in my hands mm -hmm. and my arms, especially at night. Those are telltale signs of carpal tunnel. And so when I went in for the test, 
I asked my mom, I was like, have you ever had one of these? Because she went with me and she goes, oh, yeah, they did it on my leg when I was younger. And she was in a car accident where she broke her leg Mm -hmm. Um, pretty bad. This was like in the 60s, 50s, 60s. So, you know, so she's had one before. And I'm like, "Okay." She goes, it hurt like hell. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? It hurts like hell. Right. So I'm not expecting nerves. Is it electrical? Yeah. Yeah. So it's electrical. And they had to use a needle. So here's the first part. The nurse Wait a minute. tells me, oh, yeah. she had it in the 60s. And between then and now, they haven't like Same updated thing. the Same technology. No, they, they haven't updated the technology at all. Oh, it's pretty this much is the horrid. <laughs> so my mom's over there in the corner reading her People magazine. Uh-huh. And the nurse is like, well, you have tattoos, so you'll be fine. Like, it's not going to hurt. You're going you're gonna to be fine. And I was like, well, I have a really high pain tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. So... He starts putting leads on me, the doctor, the neurologist. He gets this like little little machine and it has like two probes on the end of it. I'm like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? He goes, okay, you're going to feel some discomfort. And I'm like, all right. He puts it like on like different parts of my arm mm-hmm. and my arm just like wigs, wigs <laughs> out. And I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> like I'm not expecting it, but it's painful. My like my hand was like convulsing my arm. He did it right where your funny bone is. Oh. And my whole arm is like Ugh. flapping like a chicken. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and the whole time my mom's like, you didn't, she was like, I heard you. You were like, not screaming, but you were like, oh, like that she the whole time. Out in the ra- waiting room, <laughs> wherever no, you were. Yeah. She heard me through the, through the wall. Like, because <laughs> I don't scream, but I was just like, oh, this feels weird. So he finished that and he goes, okay, now we're going to do the needle test. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, he pulls out this big needle and I'm like, hmm. where does that go exactly? And he starts, he stabs it in my bicep yeah. and then like sends electrical current. So my whole bicep's like twitching. How far and then he does stabs he stick me, it stabs in? me, stabs me right in the middle of my bicep. Yeah. On the back of my tricep. But it doesn't go through. He's just. Yeah, it goes stick- through my skin. No, no, it goes through your skin, but it's like, it's not going like from one end through your arm. No, 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 no. But it's a pretty, I mean, he sticks it in there. And so he sticks it in my forearm, then the top of my forearm. And then he does it on the other side and I'm bleeding. Like all these little pinpricks are like bleeding down my arms. And I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Like that hurts, right? So finally he goes, okay, we're at the end, but this is going to hurt the most. And I was like. Why would you save the worst for the end? Like, you should always do that first. Because in my mind, if you do the worst first, mm-hmm. you're too busy focusing on how painful it is here and not worrying about where the hell else it is. Yeah. So he goes, okay, are you ready? I'm like, yeah. He stabs me and my whole hand swelled up. Like, I don't know if you can see it, but no. my left where hand. Did, he stabbed you in the hand? A, yeah, right. Be- between your there. thumb and finger? Yes. Oh. Right where your oh, pressure point is. really ticklish spot. Oh. It's so no, sensitive. It's ticklish. It hurt so bad. I yeah. was like, oh, like when he did, I was like, oh, <laughs> and he goes, OK, OK, that's it. Like he did both sides. Yeah. Like, oh, and the whole time they sending electrical current. So my arms are killing me at this Ugh. point, because not only have I jerked like a chicken, like with his head cut off, but I've had needles like stuck into me and I'm bleeding. And he's like, OK, go ahead and put some pressure on all your wounds. And I'm like, I have one baby gauze that's full of blood. And I'm like, okay. You don't have enough fingers. All day I've had this massive bruise on my hand from him stabbing the crap out of me. But guess what he found? He says, you have really significant um, carpal tunnel on your left hand and wrist. But you don't, it's minimal on Mm -hmm. your right. And that's my dominant hand. And I'm like, but my fingers are not, like I can't feel my fingers. (laughs) And he's like, he goes, normally that's what happens. Like people are surprised like you're, dominant hand doesn't have carpal tunnel it's your weaker hand and he goes it's because it's weaker like you're when you're using it repetitively yeah it's not your strong hand so it's it becomes weaker over time so he's like i'm not sure what your surgeon's gonna do but he's definitely gonna have to do surgery on this side he might just want to cut open and look inside on your right hand to see what's going on or just do a shot again and i was like i don't know as long as it's not as painful as whatever the heck he did to me because now I know why, like, people back in the day, like, torturing would do, like, electric shock or they would put needles underneath people's, like, fingernails and stuff because it hurts. Yeah. That's not fun. So, not fun. So EMG, no thank you. Never again. I don't even care if my legs hurt. Like, no more. 
No more of hey, that. You know what? Somebody somebody needs to invent new technology to figure this stuff out without electrocuting people. There has, yeah, I agree. We need to like come up with something new. I mean, even okay. Let's. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about the gynecologist. That the putting your legs on a stirrup and then this medieval torture device. Come on. We don't need to be doing that to women anymore. Let's find some new technology to like do these exams without <laughs> make it more comfortable. At least make hurting. it a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> hurting ourselves. These are come on, we need so new sad. technology. I see all this fancy stuff happening in the medical field. Just the basics need to be updated. No, they're gonna be like, Why why change a good thing? I don't know. It's a good no. thing because I'm because a man invented it, I'm sure. 100% sure a man invented that speculum. Mammograms. And not only do women do them, men sometimes do them. And that yep, is just flattening your breasts between large metal plates. Yeah. That seems so horribly archaic. <laughs> Can't we come up with something new by now? Really? <laughs> it's uncomfortable as far as I've heard. I, have, I haven't reached that point where i have to do it but i'm sure it's extremely uncomfortable yeah no i i hear the same thing i haven't done it either i'm freaked out though i'm like waiting for the new technology so please somebody <laughs> invent it quickly <laughs> i have I, no idea um was so impressed by my daughter's friends um i got to meet the guys they checked out of their um their airbnb and they came to our house and they were so smart and I'm just like, you guys are going to be the ones that are going to make the world a better place. You're going to, they're <laughs> going to be the ones that uh, create something more like Mo Better for uh, women. Uh, no, not them specifically. But I think, you know, they're a sampling of geniuses. Like um, one of them is, uh, I don't know, he's like an IT guy, super smart, mm -hmm. does all that kind of coding things, I think. Because, he and my daughter were just talking code for a while. And I was sitting with um, her friend and her and I were having a whisper conversation together as we were watching them speak code and software and code. whatever, code. whatever computer engineering science words that they were, they were talking to each other. <laughs> and we were both, I was like, thank you for, she goes, he talks to me like this all the time. I'm so glad that they've met. Because now they can talk their special language together. <laughs> Interesting. And then the other one uh, does as an artist who I would have loved to have spent more time talking to, especially since he does NFTs, which I'm really interested in. And then um, the other there was one other guy. He works in a permitting, you know, building permits, things like that in California. Hmm. So I was like. I know everything about permits and your office working as a realtor. I know I've dealt yeah. so many times working with um, our own Hawaii building and permitting offices. So we got it's to talk how many, that kind of thing. Amazing, amazing how many things like you have to go through in order to build stuff. Like permitting offices take forever. And then like if you don't have certain something you can't build, they won't give you a permit. Yeah. You like follow. out in the country, you have to have like all your septic checked and done mm -hmm. and water that's crazy i was yeah. like what in the heck everything you do there's always inspectors that have to check everything make sure everything's gonna be i guess up to code perfectly yeah. tip top tip especially top. like solar man doing solar there were like three different kinds of inspectors that had to come just to add solar to <laughs> my house um and they're why all they're all different so oh there's like why, one why for the so there was one for the electrical and uh, I can't remember what the other two were for. I think they were building. One was building inspector and I forgot the last one. But it had to like be signed off by all these people just to put solar. Well, fun, fun. At least you have it. I think some people have installed solar and the panels come through the roof because they're so heavy. I've, I've heard about that happening before. Well, they did a roof check. I mean, they really inspected everything to make sure that that didn't, it doesn't happen. But um, I know that I've seen the I've seen video footage in hurricanes. Thank God that the hurricane yep. that came uh, was just the remnants and it broke up. But I've seen them fly off people's houses.
But our solar, it's like I said, and that was like the first question I asked. I said, what happens if it flies off my roof? And they said, it's covered. We'll come out and replace it. We'll repair it. That's cool. Because we're doing a lease to own it or something like that. But they promised me that the service and keeping it going was for life. We hope so. Maya, I'm, re- I'm reading something um, on our Mai Tais at Sunset. Yes. You don't have to keep this in the recording. Um, there's a little bit of English language issues in our About Us. Is it that, and uh, is it the About Thai? Yeah. Yeah, because we were reading it out loud. And I'm like, I don't know if that's right. I don't think yeah, I say it not, like that. It's it's not it's not right. Yeah, go ahead and rewrite it in your best oh English. Oh my god! Okay, that's yours. yours. That's about you. You can rewrite it as you like. Send me an update. Text I mean, y'all did me. good. I just I'm like, this is not right. There's been some updates, yeah, because yeah. um, because in the coding discussion, oh my god, these two kids. So my daughter and her, and um, the other. IT guy that was visiting um, my daughter's my daughter's friend's boyfriend. Um, he and her were like loading each other's websites and getting super excited about how fast things loaded. But they there's like all this background things that she's said to she's told me what it is. I cannot remember the names of it because I don't I don't speak that language. But it's complicated (laughs) and uh, they understand each other. And I remember when he left, she was a little, she was just like, that was so wonderful to be able to talk to somebody who absolutely understands everything because she tries to tell me and I'm just trying, my eyes are open. I'm looking at her, I'm watching her mouth move. I'm hearing the words, but I really don't understand everything like she'll say things like python which i know is like something that is in the background that makes the website or developer or something i don't know web developers they're both web developers yeah i mean that's the new thing though like that's where a lot of our industry is going towards tech developing you know and so that's exciting like the youth of tomorrow is already like so invested in it I wish when I was growing up, I was I had more opportunities in tech because that's something I've always been interested in. I just didn't understand the coding when I was younger, but now I understand it more because we're surrounded by technology and we, we have are. it in our lives so much. You know, she said something funny to me today. She said, "You remember when you had your first WordPress site?" I said, "Yes." She goes, "Well, there's some," and I was talking to her about um, Shopify, and she says, "There's another one that from back in the day." was um, with the WordPress sites, which was more than 10 years ago. And she said, that's a, she goes, I'd like to learn a legacy language. And I said, that sounds so lovely, legacy language. (laughs) But it was talking about like the background programming. And I was like, but it is a language. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is beautiful. I've been actually working on learning a little bit more Spanish. There's a lot of um, kind of meat markets and taquerias uh, nearby where I'm going to be moving to. And so a lot of them speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And when I go in there to like order tamales or caldo soup, menudo or anything like that, they're always speaking to me in Spanish. And I totally understand. I had a contractor come out to my house to fix it. And he Mm -hmm. was speaking Spanish to me and I'm replying in English. And he's like... Hey, you know Spanish? And I go, not really, but I understand what you're saying. For some reason, it comes in like in <laughs> subtitles. It's weird. My brain is like processing because he'll speak. He's speaking Spanish to me about fixing stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, no, bring your nail gun. And I would like do this, um, mm-hmm. the nail gun, like sort of um, kind of hand gesture. And he would be like, oh, yeah. And then he'd start fixing stuff and still speaking Spanish. And I'm like, I understand. I wish I could reply. And so. My mom got some caldo soup, so it's like their beef, their take on beef soup with like shin meat and everything with the bones in it. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like speaking full Spanish to us, like asking us, "You want like cilantro, onions, lime, all the things?" Right? <laughs> it's funny because my mom doesn't speak a lick of Spanish, mm-hmm. and she tried to even say "gracias," and it was really funny to listen to her because she has like an accent when she does it. But she also understood the lady too. She was like, "Yes, see." Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, 
So it's really amazing how I I can see that, you know, people are always like, okay, learn a language, do this. And yes, I do want to learn the language to respect the culture. Mm-hmm. But it's also funny just like if you don't even know a lick of any language, you can still sort of decipher what people are saying to you just by body language and like mm-hmm. other nonverbal cues. And so I thought it was fun. I I loved going into that meat market because it's so much food. <laughs> it's always food, I feel like, that that brings it that all together. I think that is such a, a common um, ground, you know, between all the cultures, every yeah. language spoken, all these people, doesn't matter where you are. There's food in common. I mean, everybody pretty much knows what a chicken is. Yep. <laughs> everybody knows what certain spices are and certain they might have different names for like I know we call eggplant uh, eggplant. But in I think England, they call it ab- aubergine. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, I'm actually allergic to eggplant. I just developed an allergy to it. Apparently, like adults are can some certain adults can be prone to developing an eggplant allergy because when I eat it, my throat starts to get itchy and I'm like, oh, this is not normal. Okay, you so. know that if it's not fully cooked, your throat will get itchy. I mentioned this about the tarot. It has the same thing that it has these really? crystals. Yeah. So it might just be that it has to be cooked longer because if it's not cooked fully cooked till it's like super soft, it mm. ha- makes it has these crystals in it that are super sharp, which I am trying to collect the photographs um that my daughter took with her microscope thing um and i want to get that on the website but it's super interesting that these crystals and they are so sharp looking these they you know and they will cut up everything that's what cut up my hands when i was cutting the tarot psa of the week psa of the week (laughs) alert everyone please be sure to fully cook your eggplant and taro yeah that is all that's all because it, and it's the same. Okay, so it freaked me out when she said, oh, you know, she's a scientist. I said, she goes, oh, by the way, those are the same crystals that um, form kidney stones. And I'm like, no, what does that mean? No, what is don't it gonna, put that in your body. Oh, what God, is it going to do oh, when God. you eat it? Like, what? Now I'm freaked the pain, out. The suffering. Maybe, uh. maybe it'll just pass through everything and you just, I mean, it was a while ago and I've been okay. So I did. You can't imagine how much water I started drinking like immediately when she told me those words and I had cut my yeah. throat with the tarot. I'm like, I'm just started drinking gallons of water <laughs> just to make Dang. sure. That is kind of scary. Yeah, I wouldn't I would not wish a kidney stone on anybody in the entire world. They're so painful. And some of the ones that come out of people's bodies are like huge and spiky. I'm like, really? You'd hope for really that for that much pain. It would be like a diamond, <laughs> you know, right? Like, here you go. This is like nature, your nature. body. Here is a gift for all your pain. Oh, you know oh what? Oh, my gosh. I just wanted to mention this. So you have to have, like, tickets to go out to Pearl Harbor, the Arizona. I have, honest, I have to be honest, I've never been out there. I've been to oh, Pearl Harbor, no. but I've never actually taken the tour to go out to the memorial. So yep. we looked. I knew that that was a thing that they wanted to do this one day. So I said, so the night before, I asked my daughter, just check to see if there's tickets. No tickets sold out for the day that they yeah. were there. But there was tickets available on Monday, which was the day that they were leaving. And I think it was Sunday that they ended up out there. And um, my daughter and her friend weren't really interested in going out to the memorial. Yeah, because I think sad. that they had already done it. So... <laughs> You know what's right across the street nearby at the stadium on Sunday? The swap, swap meet. meet. <laughs> she had to go. She's oh like, why don't, why don't you guys just drop me off here? <laughs> and then you guys go do the museum and the tour. And so they um, dropped them off. And then they went to go check out the museum. And the boat, the ferry, even though it was sold out, and I guess people didn't show up. So they were able to get on the boat. And go out oh, wow. anyway for free. So for free. Some, that's even sometimes. That's so nice. Sometimes it, it's worth it to just go down and check it out. I mean, if you have the time. Yeah. If you yeah. have the time. Of course. I mean, I feel like that's such a uh, historic site. People should go out there and just mm-hmm. just visit it. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, memories and things. While you can. A lot of things. 
yeah, a lot of things happening in in the world right now, and you know, we should we should definitely say thanks and remember people who make sacrifices and casualties of of different wars, pandemic, combat wars, all all kinds of things, all kinds of conflicts. So that's really a nice story. So I that just gives learned... people hope that they can go out to the Pearl Harbor even. Yes, and you might get lucky. You and... might get lucky just like that. Just go and check. It doesn't hurt to ask. That's and true. while you're waiting, you can go to the museum. There's a museum that that's there you can go to. And then pop by the swap meet right after. I didn't know. I just heard this that um, some of the veterans from that war who were on that ship, uh, but there's like I think one left still alive. Yeah. But the previous ones, every time they passed, they had their ashes in turn interred in the same ship so that they could. The Arizona. Yeah. yeah be there with their so sad. Yeah. fallen shipmates. Oh, um, speaking of hurricanes, yes. um, I know that you got like the remnants of one. We have one coming our way. Hurricane mm-hmm. Ida. Unfortunately, it's going to go right into Louisiana, which I'm very sad about because Louisiana cannot get a break. But today I sent you a video. I was out on the land and I was standing Mm -hmm. under my carport and I heard thunder in the distance. And I was like, oh, everything's fine. Like, I'm going to build these shelves. And the donkey was even like standing at the gate watching me do all these things. All of a sudden I see this like this lightning must have struck maybe 200 yards away from me. Whoa. This other metal building i see this lightning and i'm like oh no like in my mind i was like oh no it's gonna be loud boom like me and the donkey like jumped out of our skins and like ran and i hurried up and ran like to to touch something more rubber so like i was right by the car and i was like i'm gonna die i'm gonna get struck by lightning but i think it's really common to get struck by lightning out in the country because a lot of cows and on livestock get killed by lightning strikes do you so, have a lightning rod on your land? No, no. I think I think you I need to put a lightning rod I, to I don't protect know. your donkey I, and any other. I guess things and yourself. But I, but I sent you a video and I was there's there's the shelves in there and they just fell on top of me because this gust of wind just came out of nowhere and it literally blew me over. And then the shelving came down on me. I was like, really? This is this is were the containers right full of anything? The ones on the left uh-huh. uh, in the video, the yellow, black and yellow, those are full of stuff. And that those shelves stayed up. It was the smaller ones. I had not put anything really heavy on them yet because I was still building them. Man, right on top of me. And I was like, seriously, Lord, okay, please so don't hit this, me with lightning. Don't is this something that shelves. you need to like protect for? Like put foliage up, like bushes, plant bushes to calm the wind? I'm gonna put, I think I'm going to put tarps on like one side. Um, behind the shelves mm-hmm. that will connect to my carport. But either way, it was very adventurous because I literally, it was it was very much an adventure because I literally was just standing there like, oh, everything's fine. It's just going to be a rain. Mm-hmm. No. It was like heavy gusts, like tree branches falling. And it only lasted for like 20 minutes. And then I have this trash trailer. So I have all this trash that starts blowing away and rolling all over the acreage. Oh, and I have no. to run in the rain and go pick up all this stuff. It was so stupid. I just look stupid out there. And the donkey was out there. Um, I guess he's not afraid of the rain. Hey, and another thing. I sent you a picture today. He had his... I bought him another bucket. Yeah. And I put food in his new one, which was red. Yeah. And then I took the other one and rinsed it out and put fresh water in it. Mm-hmm. And I brought it back. You should have seen me trying to drive with that big bucket of water in the back. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like that because I could hear it slosh. I put it back and I put it on there and he like put his nose in it, looked at me and was like, Ugh, like that, you know, like just so disappointed that it was just fresh water. So later I pull back and my mom and I are like kind of watching him. He eats a little and then he, he decides to take like a little sip of water. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, his tongue was like hanging all the way out of his mouth, and he was just <laughs> so happy. He drank that entire thing of water Aww. because he's never had fresh water in his entire life. Oh no, that's so sad. So now I, now I set up a water bucket so when it rains, he will yeah. always have fresh water right there. Isn't that great? That but is. he scoffed at me. He did not want that water. Well, he didn't know and what it was. And then when he finally took a, when he finally took yeah. a sip of it, he was like. 
this good stuff. And he drank it the whole time. And he and he's my mom was like, Oh, his tongue is hanging all the way out. I was like, I just like it. He was just God. happy. That was made my heart feel good. I was like, We we take fresh water for granted, but because but it was interesting to see an animal who's never had fresh water drink water mm-hmm. yeah. for the first time. So yeah. I didn't get it on video, sorry, but no, just take my okay. word for it. It was it was a special moment. Absolutely I love that cute. thing. I love him. He's adorable. <laughs> I can't wait he till you adorable. get to live out there with him full time. Is the house still yeah, too quiet? Too. <laughs> it's so quiet. The air conditioning is wonderful. I don't have to be out there without any air conditioning anymore. So I'm like, yes. But you do so. need a toilet. So I asked you if you're, I thought you said your toilet was coming in on Thursday or sewer and septic, but not today. Next week. Next, Next week. week. Next Wednesday, the septic gets delivered, and then we'll have it installed by the weekend. So I'll uh, maybe have a working toilet and shower. That'd be great. That would be great. That would I think that's the only thing holding you up. It is. Um, my washer and dryer are not hooked up yet. My microwave's ready. I bought a countertop uh, ice maker. I have an ice maker mm-hmm. on my fridge, but it's not working right now. But I bought the countertop one because it makes ice in like eight minutes. So I always have ice. Oh, send me the link to that. My mom has one, and but it doesn't do it in so eight wonderful. minutes. Oh yeah, it's fast. Yeah, I'll send you a link. But yeah, it was only, it's only that. it's on sale. It was like only one hundred nine dollars. It's wonderful. Where'd you get that one from? Amazon. On Amazon. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think um, Costco actually has them. So they're. I think it was one thirty nine for her. So that's a nice savings. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. But. But the one I have is pretty – now I've bought two of them. One's at my parents' house and one's at my house, and it's wonderful. Like, just mm-hmm. ice, instant ice. So, um, yeah, that's mostly it. I mean, I I got my house fixed up. There's just mm-hmm. a couple little things left. And I hung up a bunch of um, hanging stuff, like pictures, hooks, all kinds of things. So, really – it's coming together and I'm really excited about living out there and, and being at peace. I have my internet going in next week, so it's going to be good. This is going to be good. I'm super excited. Okay. So I wanted yeah. to just um, mention since we did talk about, it's come back to my, I'm, I, my mind is spinning. So you know how I said I might buy some things to put on our website. That's Hawaii things curated. I think you need to go out and find some Texas things. <laughs> okay i can i mean i can do that and i can also visit the chinese grocery store and bring back some really goodies too because there's a lot of good stuff out there and mm-hmm. i will and I'm, i can send pictures and take pictures of things um all right fine challenge accepted that and then i also would like you to ask mom or dad uh if they have a really good char siu bao recipe I've made it. No, I've made it we don't a make few that times. Stuff. <laughs> we don't make it. We buy it. Oh, okay. Cheater. Char siu bao, we make it. We don't There's make no it. grandma recipe yeah. that is like lurking nope. someplace. We don't make no char siu bao. It's too much work. Oh. It's cheaper to so buy. My it. favorite, my favorite Manahua place closed. So oh, no. I have to go buy it. But I bought this one. Costco, our Costco sells it um, as a six pack. Oh, my God. Costco has everything. I know. They always have like local things, right, for each Costco. Um, So I bought some. And I remember that I bought it like, I don't know, six months ago. And it was so sweet, the inside filling. So I didn't like it as much. But I also did my cheater steam steam heating, which was you wet paper towel. And then you wrap it and then you microwave it and then you put it and you put a microwave lid on top and you microwave it so it steams and it was okay. And I wasn't thrilled. So it took me six months again to buy it again because my daughter was like, I really want Manapua. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine. I'll just buy it. So I bought it. And then um, I have a steamer, an actual, you know, Chinese, it's aluminum. I don't know if it's Chinese. I bought it in Madukai at the Japanese store. Anyway, so it's aluminum. And uh, we put it over a hot, like a pan full of water and it boils. And we put the manapua in there night and mm-hmm. day. It was like it was just from the manapua shop, you know. And the bow was so soft and fluffy. But the inside was still, it was like the sauce had 
migrated more out into the bread, which it needs. <laughs> but I still think that the next time I do it, I will slice them in half, scoop out the char siu, and then do a new filling and then just kind of restuff them. Because the filling's really just trying, not You're perfect. really trying to make all these, all these fun things. I just right, want it well, to be better. I, I just want it to be better. I want to be better. You are better. You are the best. <laughs> Tell us, well, tell really, us about something that you that you recently made that I'm really excited to try. Go ahead, tell, okay, tell well, about the I can't remember. Pickled mango? I can't remember the recipe for the pickled mango off the top of my head, but it um, was apple cider vinegar, rice wine vinegar, um, half cup each, and then sugar. I did, I think, a half a cup of sugar because the mango was, even though it was green mangoes, it was sweet. And then you have to buy lihimui. The full lihimoi, which is the dried plum. And you toss that in. And then I did sprinkle in a little bit of lihimoi powder. But I also sent you a large packet of lihimoi powder. Mm -hmm. So you can um, you can add more if you want to taste. But basically you heat the vinegar, which um, has a smell in your entire house when you... <laughs> It immediately burns your eyes and your nose. It's like, oh, that's vinegar. And you pour in the sugar and you have to dissolve the sugar. And this is where you start to taste it, you know, after it's dissolved. Because you want it to have this sour sweet kind of flavor. And then you just pour that on top of the, um, the diced mango. And I did not know that you could peel a mango with a, like a potato peeler. It was like my first time doing it with that usually i i've always done it with a paring knife and a, i don't know how many episodes ago it was where i mentioned um one of my favorite things growing up is because it's kind of a it's more steps to make pickled mango especially since you have to wait at least a day or two before you can eat it because you really need it to absorb the flavor but if you have a ripe mango you cut it up and you put it in shoyu and vinegar and pepper and it I usually like the white tart vinegar, um, white vinegar. Mm -hmm. So you do that and black pepper and you just let it chill. You have to have everything has to be cold and uh, you just eat that. And my mom said the other day she made it because she was craving it. And she gave some to my dad and she goes, I'm not sure that you ever had this or if you like it. And uh, turns out he liked it. <laughs> so... It was good. It's good. It's just salty sweet. You're just trying to have that balance. Salty sweet. Yeah. I'm so excited to get them. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. My mouth is already yes. watering. I'm like... Well, I'm excited to get your care package. And I know a lot of people out there would be very interested in having special packages curated from by you of all things Hawaii. So look forward to that. Okay. The blog mm -hmm. should... The new blog should be out this week. Um, coming up, so that's exciting. That's you. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. I have all these things. You've given me like a full to do list, like the blog, uh, all things uh, Texas, like curated items. You know what? Mm -hmm. It's just it's just so much, but it's going to be exciting. I cannot wait to live out on the land full time, so I have more time to dedicate to my ties at sunset, and mm -hmm. maybe even come up with some more country stuff. And we're the adventures are never going to end because I will be inheriting so many more animals i feel like i mean we have new baby chickens and all the things they've doubled and tripled in size and i'm, I'm overwhelmed with animals but i love them so and that is a lot of stuff <laughs> um i wanted to say something really quick would it be too much um because we're adding all of these things and new content for all of you listeners would you miss us terribly if we did our podcast every other week yeah, they would. They're already saying <laughs> you're, yes. You're answering for them. Um, they already I, say I yes just... because I know there's people out there who listen to us religiously every Friday or or try to. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. We really <laughs> appreciate all of you. She's trying to get out of it. She's trying to get I out know, of it. I know because I want. I'm excited to do so much more things for my ties at sunset. And all right, all right. It does take longer Maybe for me could... to do the videos. Maybe we could do shorter episodes. We should do shorter episodes, but we seem to have so much to talk about. 
and it's hard to like do, cut things out. And I don't know if people just really love to hear our voices talk about all the crazy, weird stuff that we they come do. up with. They want to hear. They want to hear what we have going on. There's a lot going on for some reason. You and I both have like so much stuff. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, thanks for joining us for another episode of My Ties at Sunset. Be sure to check us out on all kinds of social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And continue supporting us. We really appreciate it on Patreon. And we always have special content for everyone. And again, check us out on MyTiesAtSunset.com. We'll be continuing to update it. And hopefully you'll enjoy the new blogs and all the adventures and videos that get posted. And I think that's it. Until we meet again. Ahoy ho!